Silhouette Zero, Episode 8, The Buskers of Bespin. Having made a daring escape from the bounty hunters on Monfa, the crew of the Spice Wolf arrive at the famous Cloud City on the planet Bespin. Will they find the right buyer for their shada of instruments? Or will they be forced to give them away at discount prices? Welcome to Silhouette Zero, Episode 8. I'm your GM, Chris Ng, and here's our player, my brother Matt. Hello. And uh, we need to roll Force and Destiny. Or it's not called that, is it? It's just Destiny! Woo! You call it You call it that a lot. It's catchy, that name. <laughs> okay, uh, we're doing, what, four? Five. Five, right. Okay, rolling. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Five light and two dark. I can use them willy-nilly. You're going to have to. Aww. All right. Last we left off in our adventure, Conklick Kachak, along with the rest of the crew of the Spice Wolf, were on their way to Bespin, the Cloud City. Uh, we did the healing, and we rolled for obligation. Mm-hmm. So there's not much else to do unless there's anything you wanted to accomplish um, that everyone is going to sleep. Uh, No, I've got nothing, nothing on my plate. Great. The Spice Wolf pops out of hyperspace in orbit of the giant gas planet Bespin, home of the Cloud City and the famous Tabana gas mines that has made it rich and wealthy and powerful. The Empire has not yet taken it under control as this is before the Empire strikes back. The Spice Wolf gets immediate clearance to land, has to transfer all the docking fees, etc., etc., and they are escorted by two orange cloud cards until they land in one of the cargo uh, docking bays that the, be- that the city provides. It's nice that in this campaign, I'm not personally responsible for all the docking fees. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone lands. They're prepping their way to go outside. Tazi has opened up one of the ship's lockers, and uh, everyone is making their way over to it. There's no weapons allowed on the city. And she pulls off her blaster and sticks it in. Except sometimes they allow me this, but it's non-lethal after all. And she tucks her draw flash stick within the folds of her smuggler's coat. Well, this is a safe place, right? Oh, I've never had any trouble here. Great. Uh, He immediately takes off his blaster and puts it in the locker. Jinko? All right, all right. I would prefer to try to smuggle it in. There's no one we need to shoot. Besides, your blasters are awful. They are not. Uh, he removes both holdout blasters and tosses them in. Besides, don't Toydarians get randomly selected for searching all the time? Mm, he just sneers and <laughs> flaps away. <laughs> right, well, first order of business is going to be trying to make ourselves a bit of profit. Um, so, let's see. She's going to go. She's going to want you to go with her. Anyone else you want to take along? What's Kobe up to? Um, Kobe's going to try to just wander freely through the station. He's going to just poke around at things. Uh, he's an astromech. He just he wants to poke at things. Talzy, accompany Kobe on his stroll about the Cloud City. I don't need to be pulling him out of a dump bowl, trying to buy him back after all. And they go uh, close to each other. Roll me uh, one level perception. Alrighty. Three success, two threats. 
and if the droid acts up, put a restraining bolt on him. Okay, you're the captain. <laughs> so Tazi and Kobe head off into the Cloud City. So you, Jinko, and Reyna are walking through the luxuriously clean and sleek corridors of the Cloud City. Um, as we're walking, um, now that he's finally in like bright, clean light and everything, uh, Click's looking at his uh, jumpsuit and just, like, trying to dust off smudges and like all the scuffs on it because he looks really just grungy compared to the rest of the, compared to even the floor that they're walking on. Yes, you do look a little ratty. Hey, nice hat. My hat is for... Uh, he b- seems very flustered around you today. It's okay. We can't all have my hair. And I just run my like, my <laughs> tiny hand through, through like the top of my hair. <laughs> okay, so the first thing we need to do is roll a combined streetwise to see if they are able to find um, someone who can buy these instruments. Okay, um, I have two green. Jinko has two green. Two green. And Reyna. Two green. Oh, Tazi has all the streetwise. Okay, so two green and two blue, right? <laughs> uh, One, oh yeah, sure. Two green, two we're... blue. Against uh, just two purple. Hooray! Three success, one advantage. If we go over to the entertainment level of this station, we should be able to secure some sort of interested buyer in all these musical instruments. So the three of you make your way over to the uh, upper levels of Cloud City where all the entertainment is. This is where the casinos are. This is where all the clubs, performances, all that stuff is all up in the upper level. I believe it's called Skyward in um, the Cloud City. Because you can actually be outdoors up on this top level. That's weird. I thought it was all like that was a gas planet. It is, but they're high up in the atmosphere. Like at a safe level. <laughs> So they're at a safe level to breathe in the space. Well, think of, think about it. Luke is dangling <laughs> off the bottom of the Cloud City. He's breathing just oh, fine. Oh yeah, fair yeah. enough. So basically, the gas planet, the gas is air. <laughs> is oxygen. <laughs> so much oxygen and Tabana. Tabana gas is yeah. Tabana gas is oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> this magic gas we found here. <laughs> If you breathe it in, it makes your voice sound funny. <laughs> oh, all right. You open up into a bustling, busy shopping area and promenade. Aliens of all sorts are, are crossing left and right. There are droids following yeah, on different errands. Armed security guards for the Cloud City are present, but not obtrusively present. Just enough to know that they're there, but they're also very friendly looking and helpful. Most of them are human. The uh, overall mood is kind of boisterous and excited jovial but again it's also a little bit upper class and you do maybe feel a little bit out of place this is a place where a lot of people with money hang out well this doesn't quite look like the place where we're gonna set up a a little booth in the corner a little kiosk and see if uh if anyone's interested in buying some instruments huh that would be a rather poor way to go about the situation anyway we need to find musicians quick let's take a look at the uh, split up real quickly, and we'll see what kind of acts are about, and we'll make a decision as to which one might be the best. <laughs> Piece of cake. Uh, so roll me either a streetwise or a perception at average, please. Okay, it's going to be perception, because we know what my streetwise is. Uh, failure and advantage. <laughs> okay. You are so distracted by all the sights and sounds of the Cloud City. <laughs> I immediately forget what I'm doing, and I'm just going to start, like, 
wandering down the the, the promenade and like looking at all the shops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is an assault to your senses. Your Chadrafan enhanced senses are just taking in everything. <laughs> Uh, your advantage is that you are drifting toward the, uh, you are drifting toward the oh, musician. Wait, 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 wait. No, my advantage is is that while I am being overwhelmed by all of by all of my senses, um, I am being led mostly by my ears, um, and so I am drifting towards the the place where musicians are. Perfect. Or a place. Uh, all right. So what kind of what kind of music are you hearing? <laughs> uh, can, can it be the people that we just left? <laughs> 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 uh, I would have to ask for a destiny flip for that one. No, actually, oh. actually, I wouldn't. No, I, I meant, I meant the species, not necessarily those exact people. No, I know, but actually, that wouldn't. If you want that to be what it is, you can't, and I won't ask for a destiny flip. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I want it to be that. Yeah. So you hear the exact same music that you heard <laughs> back on Shanpan on the planet Manfa with the Shadwa. They're the. Shada? Shada up, yeah. Shada up, okay. Oh, hey, look. Shada up. I was just at your planet. Wow, you was out on our planet? You just came back from the home world? Oh, yeah. Brought a whole bunch of instruments with us. Oh, you sent here to give us some new instruments? No, we weren't sent here, but are you interested in buying some? Could be, could be. If they're good quality, good, good quality, we could maybe cut a deal for that. Captain might be interested to see what you might have to offer. All right. Where should we meet? Uh, I have no idea where we're supposed to be meeting. Um, You guys stay here for a while, okay? We're not going nowhere. <laughs> and they go back to playing their music. Um, So I, I start uh, tracing my steps back. Do you have a comm link? Uh, did she give us one? Uh, She hasn't. I'm wondering if you have one already. I forget your equipment loadout. Oh, no, 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 no. I traded all of my uh, equipment credits for the toolkit, the blaster, and the duffel bag. All right, let's see. Um, I'm gonna do a couple of rolls here. Give me a sec. Oh, oh. Uh, do you want me to roll a vigilance roll? No. To see if I thought to get one. <laughs> no, I... Well, that no, that that's what they say in the book, in the core book. They say like use vigilance. That's sometimes that is this... quite true. Let's do that. So roll me your vigilance against average, please. Uh, success saying a threat. You've got it. You don't remember anyone else's comm links frequencies. <laughs> okay, uh, I immediately turn it on and just pick a frequency at random. Hello, this is Con Click Kachak. How are you all doing today? Uh, hey, who's on my comm link line? Hello. Ah, f- ah, you're a fan, aren't you? A fan of who? Uh, I just introduced myself, Con Click Kachak. Ring any bells, and I do my pose, you know, the, my my shrug, smile pose, even though he can't see me. No, never heard of you, but you sound real nice. Do you, you want to maybe, like, go do something? Nah, I only deal with definite plans, and I immediately change the uh, channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and I'm still walking back towards, like, where we split okay. up. At this point, Jinko flies into view. What are you doing? Jinko, what's your channel? <laughs> I cannot believe you forgot to ask that before you left. I can't believe it. you guys didn't write it down in the comm link. Why would we write it down on the comm link? So that when you hand him out, no one forgets? Typically, we only give them to members of the crew, which we might remind you you are on probationary status. <clears throat> Thanks, Jinko. Anyway, let's get back to the captain. I found a shot of up group. 
All right, so the, the three of you gather back at uh, a center point in McPromenade. I found a Shada Up group. <laughs> you intend to sell Shada Up instruments to other Shada Up. I don't know. They seem like the traditional type. You never know. They might pay good money. We don't know how long they've been here. That's a f- not perhaps the wisest maneuver. You see, we need to sell these to people that are going to think they are rare and valuable. Other Shada Up are just going to think they're commonplace. But I suppose it's a lead, if nothing else. I also found an individual who might be interested in purchasing them. Jinko, did you find a musical troupe? I did not. (laughs) Really? Not even, like, a busker? (laughs) (laughs) Only you would think that selling a cargo crate full of instruments to a busker would be a good idea. Do you have any idea how much money they make a day? (laughs) No, but I imagine it is much more than yours. Yours, since you are still a probationary member of the crew. Huh, that's funny. How many credits do you have on you right now, Jinko? All right, all right. Enough of it for both of you. (laughs) If you really feel like this is a good idea, then we can go to see your people first, but I'd rather make my meeting if that's all right. Uh, well, I can't imagine that my guys are going to be going anywhere. They seem kind of content to be standing in the middle of the promenade just playing their music. Very well. Let's go. So the three of you head over to a... Um, it's an antique, well, it's like a, a curio and antique store, um, where they gather objects from all around the galaxy to sell to rich people who are interested in collecting things from all around the galaxy without the pesky trouble of having to go all around the galaxy. <laughs> uh, and so, hmm, what alien is he? Perhaps a Bith? Yeah. All right. So it's a Bith and he's standing there in a finely adorned dark green uh would you would you like to explain what a bith is oh yeah the bith are the uh round pink-headed uh cantina band members from the most likely cantina uh they have supersonic hearing which makes them excellent musicians he is finally adorned in a red dark red tunic with gold trimming and he's very very happy to see everybody he shakes everybody's hand with both hands in that grasping glass oh god type of way <laughs> I'm very glad that you're here. Ah, heard of me, have you? <laughs> I, I'm sorry? You know, gone, click, kachak. Yeah, I know. He eyes both Reyna and Jinko, <laughs> looking for some sort of hint. They both shrug. <laughs> Let me roll a uh, knowledge underworld check. I just have to get his card. I like that every time we meet someone, you have to roll a knowledge underworld check. <laughs> because I'm immediately going to say who I am. All right, here we go. Nope. <laughs> no idea. Um, but I'm gonna I want his advantages to be that he has the social maneuvering to still act like he knows. Ah uh, yes, of course, of course. Only such fine individual like yourself, Mr. Kachak, would be interested in these fine wares. Actually, we are more interested in selling them. You're watching them barter and negotiate. Do you intend to interfere or help? Um I think what he would do at first is he'd try to get a feel for what's going on, and then he would try to, like, join in. Okay. These instruments were purchased from the, the homeworld of Manfa and are important cultural items of the Shada Ab. These are particularly high-quality instruments that can only be found amongst their craftsmen. As you know, the Shada Ab are not particularly galactic-faring. It's difficult to get their wares, so they only have one spaceport. Very few travel along the Carillion Trade Spine that far, unless they intend to go to Terminus, 
and then, even then, many times they skip right over it. The proliferation of shada ab instruments is actually very rare, and I believe that it would be an, a quite interesting addition to your shop. Hmm, yes, I am aware of the shada ab and their musical prowess, and their instruments are quite interesting. And Reyna brought one of them with her to hand to him, so he's fiddling around Oh, dang it. it. No, 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 no. I'm using a light side point. <laughs> uh... I brought the one that I bought. Ah, that you know, because I spent my credits on a single Correct. unit. Um, I'm I've been carrying that one around. In fact, I have one with me right here. This one, they were only willing to part with me after I had gained their trust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, either roll negotiation or deception. Your choice. Uh, I'm gonna go negotiation because I've got three green. A failure, but three advantages. Uh, let me check. Um, he can it be that he doesn't believe me, but he can actually see that it's a good product. He doesn't believe like the backstory of importance, but he can see that it's still worth <laughs> right, something. Right. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Would you please? Would you mind playing a few notes so that I can hear it? Absolutely. Uh, Raina has a very <laughs> big panicked look on her face. <laughs> And is immediately wondering why she didn't bring Tazi along on this expedition. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Roll me uh, Knowledge Outer Rim at f- three plus a black. Uh, a failure and an advantage. So it's hard because it's um, you're in it's you're talking an Outer Rim world and their musical instrumental culture and a black because you're not a musician. So uh, you're not sure how to play this. Do you want to try anyway? <laughs> Uh, what would we roll off of? Would it be, like, coordination or something? Uh, it would be... Well, in theory, it would be the music check, right? The one that we invented. Oh, right, right, right. And what, what's that roll off of? Presence. Deal. Okay. So, it's presence. What are you going to try to do? Um, I'm going to try to... I'm going to, like, pull out all the stops and try to do, like, a little noodly sort of riff. <laughs> okay. So, um... Um, even though, and I'm going to try to um, remember the, the the way the the sounds were when I was just talking to that last shot up group. Okay. Um, since I have really good hearing um, with the senses, ah. um, I'm going to try to hope that that lets me sort of catch when I'm off because I know that the Bith can hear really well too. Okay. So here's how this is going to go. It's uh, your your presence. Three. Three. And obviously you have no ranks in music, so that's that. Correct. Um, it's going to be against one purple um, and one red. And the red is because of your failure to r- remember yeah. what the heck it was. <laughs> or you don't know anything yeah. about the instrument. Okay? Yeah. Uh, you get a blue for the advantage that you got. And cool. that advantage is the memory, not only of the instruments that you heard, but of... You remember Tazi playing it when she was evaluating oh, yeah. it, and so you kind of have a guess as to how it works. You also get another blue because of your heightened um, Chadra fan hearing, cool. but there's also one black because you're not a musician. Right. Um, and, no, that's right. So it ends up being two blue, your presence, one red, one purple, one black. Yep, looks pretty good to me. Three success and a threat. <laughs> All right, so you managed to play this instrument. <laughs> the threat is that he 
understands immediately that you have no idea what you're doing. I have no classical training. (laughs) Typically, one would bring a licensed musician to such an event. Yes, well, our typical musician was otherwise occupied. Hmm. Still, it is an impressively high-quality instrument. I would be willing to buy the units off of you. Okay, so um, we're going to roll her negotiation check here. Okay, cool. Uh, Can she get a blue because I successfully played it? Sure. It's an opposed negotiation check. She has two yellow and a green against two reds and a purple. Um, It's going to be a blue because of your excellent performance. (laughs) It's a black because he is actually a little bit wary of the quality. He can't tell what it would sound like under a perfect person's right thing um performance but if she uh if she gets it it's 20 yes wheel and deal yeah two levels here we go oh no oh, yeah. oh no uh what are threats doing in a negotiation we never really bothered with it so how many we only threat- had one we only we only had one seller our last round how, our last game how many threats is that i'm too afraid to look uh, that is five. Five threats. Oh, here's how it works. It would sell for one quarter of the cost of its uh, book listed cost, right? And the book listed cost for high quality instrument is 100 credits. The advantage here is that because you went from the outer rim into the inner rim or a civilized city, there's a rarity modifier. Uh-huh. So uh, outer rim rarity is plus two. So okay. that, it makes the cost increase to two times. Okay, so it goes to... 200, so 200. one quarter of that is 50, right? Mm-hmm. So you would yep. be selling the units for 50 plus an additional 20% of that. So another... Right. Uh, so it would be That's 60 seven. credits a unit. Yeah. Not even including the threats. Okay, so here's what happens. She starts negotiating and the Biff lays down the law. I mean, literal laws about... Trade tariffs, Bespin processing units, um, <laughs> you know, the legalization of... Uh, um, as he starts going into it, um, Click obviously stops paying attention. Right. And he's, like, leaning back in his chair and, like, looking around the room and whistling quietly. Um, and after too long, he he's probably just going to get up and start walking out. <laughs> but before he walks out, Jinko gets his attention. And he's motioning very subtly... Uh, no, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. He's motioning very subtly at all the expensive things around you, mm-hmm. and he's got a little twinkle in his eye like, hey, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Those are Skulldug rolls, right? Not stealth. Depends on what you want to attempt. Well, just taking things. Doing the thing that you're hinting at, let me put it that way. I'm not trying to pickpocket off the guy. Right. Um. Yeah, that's a Skullduggery. No, actually, well, hmm. let me check real quick. I think it actually, you could argue it's a stealth. Since I'm just trying to hide from his, like, noticing. Right, there's no security involved. Yeah, I'm just physically pocketing it. Yeah, you're just grabbing something and you're trying to do it without being seen. I'm going to say it's stealth. Okay. Um, Click kind of, like, turns his head, or tells his head to the side slightly and, like, does a quick shrug. Um, And he's going to look for something, like, moderately small. Okay, roll me a level one perception, a difficulty one perception check. Uh, three success. All right, roll me, roll me the crit die. Okey doke. Fifty-seven. 
using one of the loot tables. I am using the loot table, but the rare one. <laughs> uh, that doesn't make sense. Roll another one. 72. That doesn't make sense either. Roll another one. 67. Perfect. You're looking around the room and you see a couple of important looking data pads on his desk. Oh, okay. Hmm. But this guy's just kind of a commerce guy. He doesn't really... Oh, no, wait. But he might have contacts and stuff. That might be useful. Okay. Um. So, Click's going to try to wait until he looks really into his rote about the various tariffs and stuff. Like, I'm sure he, he has it down to a fine art. Right. And he's probably the type that actually enjoys giving this speech. Right. Um, for first time like deals. Uh-huh. And he's waiting until he starts getting to like the passionate, like into the zone of giving the breakdown of fines and tariffs. Okay. While that's going on, uh Jinko is going to nudge his way into a fine pot. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna roll deception to try to make it look like an accident. I'm gonna say that's average. And he has a yellow and a green. Two successes and a threat. So as he's launching into the big, long tariff about, you know, ever since Edminister Calrissian took over, all of the tariffs have increased by 14%. He leans over and goes, Achoo! And smashes over a fine vase all over the floor. Uh, you can roll your uh, your check if you want. You can have a blue yes, because of the, of the uh, successful deception. Okay, what am I rolling against? I guess it would be his perception... Uh, which would be three purple. Okay. Success and four advantages. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> um, I start sliding them into like the little like various pockets on my jumpsuit <laughs> and like just clicking them shut. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you did that. But it was an accident. I didn't do it on purpose. Get out of my store immediately. That is valuable. That's priceless. I would ask you to pay for it if I thought you could afford it. <laughs> Right, a ve- very sorry, very sorry. Let's go. And we scamper out, because that's what Silhouette Zero characters do. They scamper. Scamper, scamper. Okay, you scamper out. You're, uh, you walk down the promenade a bit to get away from the store. What was that all about? Click and Jinko make a knowing exchange of glances. I sneezed. <laughs> he broke a vase. Or is it vase? I don't know what the price difference is. <laughs> This is an atrocity. We're going to have to try to sell it to those of us shut up now. At least they'll be able to recognize it. And they probably won't care about tariffs. They're also not going to assume it's a rare piece of equipment. Well, let's talk to them. It can't hurt, right? Very well. So you head back down into the entertainment district and you find one of these, uh, this jam band, essentially, out in the <laughs> out in the alleyways. Hey, guys, I brought my captain. Oh, very good, very good. I'm very excited to see what this might be turning out for us. Could always use some new instruments. So, how long have you been away from the homeworld? Oh, we've been on tour going on five years now. That's quite some time, huh? Yes, yes, sir. It's been been a heck of a journey. We went all the way across the Hydean Way. In fact, we're on our way back. As soon as we play these last four nights here in the Cloud City, we head back to the homeworld. Well, wouldn't you like to... Well, hopefully you'll be able to uh, take these off of our hands and really give the... Really give Bespin a show, huh? Show them how they really do it. Well, that going to be depends. Let's see what you got. Um, So I'm going to... I'm just going to hand him the instrument because he'll be able to take a look at it and, like, test it. Right, and he does. He plays some songs. Uh, The other members of the band join in. 
Well, uh, now I have to say I'm darn impressed with this piece of work here. Thank you. I bought it. (laughs) (laughs) I bought it particularly for its shot up craftsmanship. Well, how many how many are you looking to sell? Um, he's going to turn the reins over to Reina at this point. Right. So she attempts her negotiation talking about how, uh, you know, you want the best sound and, you know, you're going to want to do all this stuff. And he basically goes, I got seven members in my band. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only going to buy seven. So, hmm. Oh, God. I bought 51, didn't I? You bought 21. 21. Okay. Well, seven's not bad. That's a third of the stock. Right. So let's see. We'll roll uh, the opposed negotiations here. Um, so hers is two yellow and a green. Musician, I'm going to guess he's just got... Well, no, it's a present skill. So I'm going to roll it against three purple. That seems fair. Uh, plus a blue because of your speech and your warm, friendly demeanor really paved the way. <laughs> two successes, two threats. Uh. So that means you would be selling them for half the cost. So, again, 50 plus the 20%. Mm-hmm. So it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm confused, though. How come it's the same when there's that many threat differences? Because there's no rarity modifier. Oh, okay. Yeah, rarity modifiers are really how you make money in trade. So we really need to carry things far. Or just sell it to people that are going to think it's more valuable. You could always lie to try to affect the rarity, but since you're selling Shada of instruments to Shada of, that doesn't seem particularly... Right, but we're also selling Shada of instruments to a to a, a station that's like one jump away. Right. <laughs> and to like co- collectors. <laughs> so the, the three of you take a step back to discuss. Reyna looks extremely frustrated. We're about to lose money on this deal. I say we keep moving. Yes, there's no sense in giving up this, uh, in taking a loss, especially when we would not even be establishing a business contact. Yeah, I say we hold on to the instruments for a while. Let them appreciate, you know? (laughs) I think I need a drink, and uh, she starts heading off. You two try to stay out of trouble. Okay, so, um, I got these data pads. Not here. Uh, and he... Okay. Leads you down through some <laughs> back ways until he finds a spot he feels is relatively secure. Open it up. Open it up. <laughs> I like how excited he is. Um, how many data pads did I get? Uh, I don't know. Four. Can it be for all my advantages? For each advantage, right? So it's four. Oh, yeah. I had four advantages. That's fair. So I, I unclick and unzip and unclasp with various pockets and I pull out four data pads. Okay. So the first one, the one that you rolled for is a deed to a lakefront homestead. <laughs> uh, hmm. I guess it has to be on Naboo. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You stole an entire deed? <laughs> I stole a house. <laughs> this is going to be tricky. We're going to have to make sure we cover our tracks with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. How did I steal a house? I didn't even know you could do that. We're going to need a very good slicer. Maybe that droid will help for once. He'll do it. Mm, I'm not sure I trust him. It might be better to contact the slicer here on the station. Ah, but we're on the Cloud City. This is not a place for scum and villainy. It's a place for the rich. Yeah. See? That droid that you keep bad-mouthing, he's worth it. He tried to kill me. 
He apologized. He did not apologize. <laughs> well, I apologized for That's him. It's not the same thing. I gave you some credits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. You want to roll for the other data pads or... Or do yes. you have an idea for the other data pads? Um, ideally, I would like one of them, or maybe com- you can combine the rest of them. But I want like a list of his like his contacts. Ah, yeah, that's a great idea. So yeah, there's three more lists of business contacts from various parts of the galaxy. I will uh, allow you to invoke each one depending on where you are. Okay. So like so so like one would be like if you wanted to use one right now you would say oh one happens to be for Cloud City or one happens for to be Naboo or one's for uh, Okay, Formos. so so each so you're saying each data pad is for one area? Yes, and you don't have to decide what they are now. I'll let you invoke I can them just use them. when you need to. Okay, got it. Anything that can help us in our current predicament? Uh instead of a location, can I actually just like call up like a specific like type of person? Okay, yeah. And you can and you can pick a location. Okay. Um I want one of those people that's extravagantly wealthy that wants all of the um like nicest and finest things in life for the appreciation of it even though they have no idea what it is. Okay. Um and I'm thinking hmm this is terrible, but I'm thinking it's another Ornalon. <laughs> that's just what popped in my head. Like that just seems like the hedonistic lifestyle type, you know? Just because he's a little round around this middle, he's a hedonist. Um, I would like to point out that Max Rebo's entire contract for his band at the Jabba's Palace is for food. Okay, that's very true. <laughs> okay, so it's an Ordalon. Where do you want him to be? Uh, if you want him on Cloud City, I think I have to ask for a light side flip. Oh, that's a good idea. We can, yeah, I can just put him on Cloud City. Yeah, I'll flip. All right. He happens to be in Cloud City on business of some sort. That's why I was able to find him on the data pad. He was like highlighted. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, I contact, get in touch with this person. The notes, like, like the comment field says easy mark. <laughs> <laughs> There's no worse scum than a legitimate trader. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's... uh. We should try to hint it to the captain that we've made contact with someone no. after we've probably... We t- what? This we take it into our own hands. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I don't do great negotiations all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong, that time back at um, Terminus, that worked great. When I sided with both sides and then screwed everyone, <laughs> that was perfect. But this, this world of business and commerce, I am outside of my element, buddy. I have a question for you. Do you... Th- what do you think of the captain's moral compass? Um, I'm not sure what it is, considering I wasn't sure if she was going to kill you or bounty hunters when she picked up a gun earlier. Um, is it to credits? Do you find it odd that she travels with a companion like me, who is unabashedly a thief? Uh, I don't know. I, I figured you just kind of came with the image. You know, I'm a spacer. I'm a traitor. Here's my thief. No? He laughs at <laughs> Just <this>. me? <laughs> well, there is a silent understanding between the two of us. She is very law-abiding, and she does not want to be caught up in any sorts of illegal, illicit in- activities. Wait, wait, wait. I think I got it. But as long as she doesn't know where you get your credits from, she's not going to ask you questions, huh? Correct. Excellent. That's why if we are going to do this, we must. it would be beneficial for us to do something about it beforehand. 
The more information. Wait, wait, wait. We're, we're not doing anything shady. We're just going to sell instruments to a guy that wants them. We just don't have to tell her how we met him, right? The more information we can get, the better her negotiations shall go. Ah, gotcha. So we should lay down the groundwork first. Yes, you are correct. This is not shady work, but it is secretive work. And the captain is not quite as successful as such, at such tasks. Say no more. We've got this. Meanwhile, we cut over to uh, Kobe and Tazi. What are they up to? Um, Kobe keeps trying to tap into a terminal and Tazi keeps trying to get him to stop. <laughs> Every time, like, he tries to go into a terminal and she, like, shoes him away and he just keeps going down, like, the road until he sees another terminal and he goes towards that. And every time he, she shoes him away, she waves a restraining bolt in the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the boss really doesn't want me to put a restraining bolt on you, but I will if you keep doing this. Whoa! He, he points in the other direction. Huh? Uh, he's going to make a break for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll roll an opposed um, athletics. So, one-to-one? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, success and a threat. All right, he's getting away, but... <laughs> she notices and is right behind him. Yeah. Hey, come back here. Where are you going? Oh. Uh, Kobe sighs because he realizes he was caught. Um, and he turns around a corner and stops right around the corner. <laughs> uh, let me roll her coordination, which is significantly <laughs> better to see if she can avoid crashing. Uh, I think it really should be vigilance. No, well... It's like readiness by surprise, right? I would argue either vigilance or coordination, because coordination would be like, even if... If she flips right. over it. But she failed and got two <laughs> threats. Oh, God. So she crashes right into him and sustains two strain from... <laughs> whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa! He's like, what's your problem? Oh. Uh, he extends one of his tiny clampy hands. She... Like to offer right. her up. Uh, she warily takes it and stands up. What? Is, what are you doing? Wah, 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 wah. Uh, he's like, I want to find a musician. For what? Wah? Like, what do you mean for what? Are you you're trying to help with the mission? Wah? Well, thanks. Uh, he starts inching towards an access terminal, hesitant, his eyes staring at her the entire time, waiting to see if she's going to react. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, he he goes onto a single wheel and just bolts over to it. <laughs> and he's going to try to patch into the system. All right. How deep are you going? Um, Not super deep. I, I wouldn't say as shallow as, like, this is the basic information. Um, But insofar as he can get, like, to database level, like, where he can find out, like, everyone's registrations. Um, Not necessarily the full details of everything. Like, not, like, criminal criminal record level um but more like this person has a visa to be on this vessel for trade and this person is on here for pleasure for conducting blah 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 you know because i'm sure cloud city would probably keep keep dossiers on people okay so you want the uh essentially the flight plans and the notification of intent for everyone that landed yeah that'd be good all right uh that's gonna be what's your computer rating uh my computer rating is two yellow and two green. Two yellow, two green. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it an average difficulty mm-hmm. with a black because it is an exceptionally vigilant uh, computer system. Okay. Uh, Unless you remove would you, black. Would you call this bypass security? Yes. Then I can remove that black. 
All right. Awesome. So two yellow, two green, two purple, yeah? Yep. Two success and an advantage. All right, perfect. So you've got all sorts of information at your fingertips about their intent when they landed. Um, He's going to look, see if he can find a ship that's just beyond luxurious. So maybe something that even has, like, the term luxury class as, like, the name of it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. All right, you found it. No problem. Awesome. Uh, can you find out who it belongs to? Yes. Um, as Kobe is downloading and gathering the bits of data about this ship, there is a an alarm that sounds. And I'm going to flip a dark side point for this. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's an alarm just local. It's like, eh, 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 wee! And when that whistling beeping noise happens a panel opens up beneath kobe and he's sucked into the inner workings of the cloud city oh god hey kobe and tazi tazi leaps in after him (laughs) silhouette zero is a production of the ing brothers follow us on twitter at sil zero chris and at sil zero matt that's s-i-l-z-e-r-o for more episodes check us out at silzero.wordpress.com you can email us at silzeropodcast at gmail.com. The Edge of the Empire role-playing game and other related materials are copyright Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Buy your own copy so you can play with your friends. Silhouette Zero is a fan production. Star Wars is copyright Lucasfilm and Disney. Theme song produced by Tazi. Credits for other sound effects and music are available on our website. And until we meet again, may the Force be with you. Thanks, Wado. Or crap.